I'm so excited to have my closest, closest, closest guy friend, H-E-B, Harold, joining us to talk about being a bae, black and educated. But I'm going to add on young, and I'm going to add on single. So we're going to just re- really be talking about the, our experience as, you know, pursuing all of our ambitions, our career aspirations, but still having this missing piece um, that is really assumed in the black community, which is relationships. So I'm so excited to get a male perspective on here. We're going to jazz it up. We're going to juice it up. He is one of my best friends. So enjoy the good vibes. Kick up your feet, get, grab your plate, and enjoy this episode of Chat and Chew. So much. Same. Oh my gosh, you're so beautiful on the screen. <laughs> I look a mess. I'm getting a retwist on the edge of tomorrow. I haven't, you know, I've just been three months since I've had a haircut. Oh wow, has it? So I look like a damn carpet. So you want to get summertime fine? No, for real. I'm yeah, you do. <laughs> but you never know who you'll see, friend. There's nobody I want to see, friend. Oh, we gonna talk about that tonight <laughs> session, friend. <laughs> Well, friend, you know I'm already recording, so can you just go ahead and tell the people who you are? You are a celebrity in this field of black colleagues and professionals, so I'm just so honored to have you on here. <laughs> oh, you gassed me up for no reason. Hold on, friend. Well, hi, everybody. out there in TV land. I'm uh, podcast land, IG land, all the lands. From across the world. Hello. My <laughs> name is Hill Brown. Uh, I work and live in Nashville, Tennessee. I've uh, been on Tyler for... Has it been three years? It's been like three, four years. Dang. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Oh, my God. I know, friend. And we still have so many oh, years and adventures to come. It's been a journey, child. It has. But we're here. We're here, friend. We're young. We're black. We're educated. And that's what our conversation is tonight. I already gave the people a briefing, but I felt like I really wanted a male perspective. I trust you. We talked about this naturally a couple weeks ago and just said, you know, we have all of these pieces like career wise, educationally, like you're almost done with your doctoral program, but there's still something quote unquote missing according to the community. Like we don't have a significant other or that partner to share all of the things with, but I want to dive into that because I think, you know, I talked to a couple of people about like in different podcasts, the beauty of being alone, all these things. But I mean, in reality, like what is your headspace about relationships right now at this point in life? Go ahead and change the settings, friend, because we got time tonight. So, friend, you know, I think, I think for me, it's like 
when it comes to relationships, I've kind of resolved to, to be like, it's something that I would like to have. It's not, I think it's something that a lot of people like to have, but it's the, it's the question of whether do I have the space mm. and capacity yeah. for that. Right? Yeah. Kind of like people, a lot of people like to have a house. A lot of people like to have a new car. A lot of people have to have a child. But are you prepared yeah. to make space in your heart, in your life, in your finances, in your mental mm. space um, for that thing? Yeah. And I feel like, for I feel like I have more boxes checked yes yeah. than no. But the ones that aren't checked yes, I think they're in a the progress. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if it's like a. You get this at the end. You get this. I'm not sure. Like a test, right? Yeah. Like you get this after you complete the test, or if it's something you get in the middle of the test. Mm. But it's one of those things. Like you know, I I'm in a space where I want to have one. Yeah. Uh, but I'm also in the space of like where I am in terms of my career, in terms of my doctoral program. Am I able to effectively dedicate the time, energy, the emotions, and the and the capacity that's needed to effectively like. Help, help it thrive and sustain. Yeah. I don't necessarily know for sure. Yeah. So I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. I, mean, I can't talk to nobody, but honestly, I just, I also just, at the same time, I'm trying to, I'm not going to go too, I'll talk about it later. Okay. Yeah, I, <laughs> Bring I, I, it back. Remind me, remind me to say, remind, say, hero, tell us about the lesson your, your friend taught you. Mm. And I'm going to tell you. Okay. I, I, I know exactly what it is. Okay. The lesson your friend taught you. I remember that. I'm glad you started off from that space. You make me wonder or think, though, because, you know, a lot of our, our group, BEP, we call our group BEP, and shout out to them. A lot of us, though, like, we have all of the checks in the box. I'm wondering if we've conditioned ourselves to think that we don't have the capacity or space for a relationship because we have been doing it for a while. Like, oh, I did this, I do that. Like, you know, I might it just might not be my season or it just might not be my time. But I'm wondering, have we conditioned ourselves and are we projecting that out to potential bays? I think, I think, I think. I think sometimes it is a condition of like mm-hmm. uh, I have to say like the rationalization, the self sabotage. Like, oh, I, don't, I got all of these issues. Don't nobody want me right now in this season where I'm kind of yeah. getting myself together. But then I think part of it is too. Like, I think you do have to ask yourself: Do you have capacity? Do you have space? Because um, mm-hmm. it is, I've seen situations where I'm like, okay, I really want this. Yeah, but I just don't have the time. Yeah, and then I hate that I get into it. Yeah, like, I have this situation where I've gotten into something. I'm just like, damn, I really want to dedicate so much more time and energy to this, mm. but I just don't have it. Yeah. And so it's, 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 it's messed up because I want more, but I can't give more, and that person is deserving of more, yeah. and they're not getting more. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and so how do you even pause that, right? Mm. Do you even, is there even ability to pause that? That's yeah. That's a whole other conversation. So I think, I think yes and no, right? It's yeah. part of, like, sometimes we do get on our own way to be like, oh, don't nobody want me, or I got too much going on. Because mm-hmm. God will send somebody who will meet you right where you at. Hello? Right? And you might be like, mm. you can. Look, somebody, <laughs> God will send somebody be like, can I get your bags for you? And you be like, what? Get my what bag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, all this bag? And they be like, yeah, like, it doesn't bother me. I'll carry your bag. I got my own bag. Mm-hmm. I don't. We can carry each other's bag, right? Yeah. But, you know, sometimes where it's kind of like this person has one bag compared to my team. Yeah. And so is it really fair for me to say, yeah, let's go on a journey together, knowing mm. that if we share bags, yeah. I'm carrying one to your, not to, one to your Ooh. Ooh, that's heavy. Bag lady. That's but, true, friend. That's you know, good. Yeah. 
I didn't think about that because even if we do say, okay, maybe I do have the capacity or time to entertain this, that whole emotional baggage, trauma, how people navigate conflict, those things you have to really take into consideration, especially with us being closer to a prime age at life. It's like at this moment in time, do I really need to add all of those little inner issues that he, she, they have? Or should I say, you know what, I'm going to self-preserve and wait until it's something that I can add a value to myself. Absolutely. And, and the, you have to also keep in mind that, like, at the end of the day, you know, there's some, there's some baggage you can work through, right? Yeah. You, you can say the key word, trauma. If I have trust issues, and I say trust issues you can't work through, but there's some stuff that if it goes so heavy for so long, yeah. there's, there's a lot of people, I call it emotional labor. You have to carry some of this stuff to unpack these. Let's use the key in the context of this bag. Yeah. You have to unpack some of that bag yourself. I can help you pull out a shirt, some pants, a shoes, some socks, too. Mm. But I can help you unpack the whole thing. Yeah. Because that takes that, because I may find myself falling into the bag with you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think it's a matter of, like, how much work have you done? Yeah. Yeah. To even address those triggers or those issues. Okay, yeah. You try to ask somebody, this, can you help me with this assignment? Yeah. <laughs> How much have you already done in yourself? Yeah, I haven't done anything. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I can't help you, sir. <laughs> oh, Lord, friend, you just made me think about, and I know you've already heard of, like, the comment that B. Simone said, I don't want nobody who's not working nine to five. Us being in student affairs and being educated, have our do- about to have our degrees and all that stuff. Do you think we're at a place where we too can say, no, we don't need nobody who's working nine to five. We need entrepreneurs or people who are educated beyond or like ambitious or have a certain level of go hustler mamba mentality. So let me say something about this wrong. <laughs> I don't, let me be clear, I okay. don't like how she said it, yeah. but I hear what she meant. I do too. It was taken out of context. It was taken out of how she said it, was, it was, delivery was terrible. Yeah. Um, I think that Eastman was more referring to a person who's kind of resolved, like, I'm going to go here from 8 to 5, 9 to 5, whatever, do my job, come home, and I just kind of become, become repetitive in this one, not you're not going anywhere. You're not doing anything. Yeah. It's the free time you do have, you're not dedicated to your goals. Yeah. You're just kind of sitting, kind of sitting down and not doing anything. Um, but I also recognize in, mm-hmm. there are people who are who do have a nine to five. Who that's all they can do, right? Yeah. Unfortunate circumstances that life deals us sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes for a season, mm-hmm. that's how you, you just have to get up and go to work and come back home. Yeah. That's, that's all you're able to do. So it's not a. It's not. I don't want that. Um, it's not that we are that, but I think at one point in time, everybody's a nine to five person. Yeah. Who's ever had a job? <laughs> Somebody's clocked in and clocked out. Five. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, in regards to the question about us, are we nine to five people? I don't think so. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, friend. I wish they could see your face. <laughs>
it does take a lot of time to do your job effectively. Mm-hmm. You can't just you can't just wake up and be like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna go save somebody's life. Well, I'm just gonna go. I think I'm gonna go teach somebody something today. Yeah, and not do it tomorrow. You gotta. It's a lot of time and effort to do it right mm-hmm. and to do it well. Um, I think that in the field of higher education specifically, um, it's hard. I think we. <laughs> I think we're trying not to be the nine to five. Yeah. I think we're trying to set boundaries. Yeah. And say like, no, there are other things I want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I thing I love about you is that you did your thing mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. and then you still made time for soul glow. Yeah, and that's your, that's your thing. Yeah, like you, you, you said, I don't care what's going on over here. <laughs> but like over here, <laughs> I'm, I'm a whole mind. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's 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 um easier said than done. It is, and I think it's hard. It's so hard. It is. Yeah, because he's um he's what I would call a mainstream yeah um pastor, but not in the bad way, right? Yeah, his word goes beyond like goes beyond the pulpit, yeah, goes beyond the city and the people who attend his church, like he comes anywhere. Anyway, he made uh I saw a little cl- a clip of him from a message, and he was talking about he was like how we sit here and be like, okay, I want to lose weight. I feel like I'm going to go work out all this week, drink a whole bunch of water, and I want to see me drop 10 pounds by the mm-hmm. next Friday. And, and basically, the key thing, we're so focused on the results that we are not focused on the resolve. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, like, when your resolve becomes greater than your, when your resolve becomes greater than the results, God yeah. will start to maneuver the results in your favor. Wow, that's good, friend. So, what he, re- what he talked about in the same vein of the, the weight thing, if you resolve that I'm going to have to spend weeks, months, working out, eating mm. better, having a continued regimen of working out. When you have to, when you resolve that this is going to be the things I have to gain and or sacrifice yeah. in order to get these results, and you become complete with that, and you start to allow God to kind of orchestrate that for yeah. you, and you let him move without you interfering, mm. interfering, that's when you get those results. Yeah. So it's all that to say, mm. in regards to us being on the phone, I think part of it is we have to resolve mm-hmm. that we're going to sit here and we're going to do what it takes. Like, even if we got home, if we don't get home to nine, mm-hmm. and I hate to say this because I some people say, well, that's not self-care. It, it depends, right? Self-care looks different. Yeah. Self-care isn't always taking a nap. Self-care yeah. means if I want to write a book, self-care means I'm going to my house regardless of what time I get home, I'm going to open up. Mm-hmm. It's not talking I'm going to write a page. Yeah. Even if it's just a couple lines. Yeah. I'm going to put something towards it. But yeah. We have to resolve that it's going to take more than what we think we are able to get. Mm-hmm. To get the results that we want to have. Yeah. Woo. That's so good, friend. Literally, literally the word that I've been like, like saying as a daily mantra I wrote on my, on my um, dry erase board was resolve is resolve over the results. Mm. Yeah. And I was really doing some annotated bibliographies. I'm reading through these articles. I'm just like, Lord, I'm really tired of looking at these articles. I'm tired <laughs> of highlighting. I'm tired of writing this stuff. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired here. Yeah. Day, at the end of the day, what's your result? Well, I want to graduate sooner than later. Because the result is going to have to be that you're going to have to wake up in the morning and start mm. to do So, literally, in the red past, like I would say, take me two hours. I've been getting up early. And the first thing I do, I come to my desk, I open my laptop, and I start reading articles. And mm. just start. Yeah. Right. The resolve. And I do work. My resolve. Yeah. Right. I resolve, and I do work, and I take a break, and I go back 
to this one ahead of time, and I come and I, you know, I keep I keep contributing something to it. Even if I'm just mm-hmm. reading a, a line, yeah. I keep contributing to it, and now I have three articles already done. Yeah. That may not be a lot for other people. That's but that's people. progress for you. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's heavy, friend. I don't think we're re- willing to commit to the resolve. We want to see the results. You look at our friends. Half of our friends are either married, have kids, and I talk about this all the time. You see the manifestation of the results, but we don't know the resolve, like, to get to there, right? Ooh, that's a word. But honestly, friend, I love that you say that because in me and you, we've been there like from the lows and the highs when we come, when we talk about. <laughs> I know. <laughs> friend, we done seen it. <laughs> we done worked through the trauma, friend. We worked through the trauma. Honestly, I at one point in time, I, and I still, this is a daily thing. I have to work through the point where I'm like, what is my resolve? If it is to manifest a relationship or to this or that, like, what am I doing? Am I working on my insecurities or whatever I didn't learn in the last relationship? And you told me that a long time ago. I hope you remember that. But when I wrote this in my book, and I ain't going to talk about my book yet. I ain't trying to plug everything. But you said to me, have you ever asked yourself, what did you do to contribute to the failure of that situation? And I said, what do you I, I took offense to it. I'm like, I ain't do nothing wrong. That's what you don't know. <laughs> but you were right because it's like, what... In this part of being single, whether it's a season, whether whatever it is, we have to be whole before we even introduce somebody into that equation. Whether we're doctors or lawyers or whatever profession title you have, you have to be okay with being by yourself and dealing with your baggage before you ask somebody to carry your your other bags, like you said earlier. So thank you for sharing that about the resolve because, you know, we got a lot of things we have to work on. And that's not saying... And I don't want people to misconstrue and saying, oh, if you're single, that means something's wrong with you. It's like, no, this is a time for you to focus on those things that God is calling you to fix before he even brings other opportunities or things or people in your life. This season right now is, I would call it a season of love. Mm. And I say that because, and not in the sense of love like romanticism with another person, but season of love in terms of like, God is showing is 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 creating an atmosphere where He wants to see how we're gonna love ourselves. Mm. Right, we're talking about this quarantine and being uh, yeah. inside. How do you love yourself when you're alone? Um, how do you love other people when you can't get to them? Yeah. How do you love your body? Right? Mm. How do you love your mind? How do you love your spirit, your soul? How do you love your finances? Wow. How do you like? How do you show love to these areas of life that you all that we all claim, myself included, that like tax, which I just had the time. Yeah. And, and God was like, okay, bitch. Yeah. I'm gonna give you the time. I'm gonna give y'all actually three months. Yeah. Wow. And to see if you're gonna dedicate that energy. Mm. And it's crazy because I'm like, you know. I've had to really reflect and reset myself to be like, damn, where the fuck are my priorities? Yeah. So I'm, when I've had to sit with myself and be in a time where I can't go nowhere. Yeah. And I'm just here in the same place for us. <laughs> I have to get to a point where I'm just like, dang, like, what, what are my priorities in terms of my money, in terms of my mm. mental state, in terms of my spirituality, in terms of how I look? Yeah. Right? You can't get a haircut, you can't get your nails done, we can't do a lot of stuff. Yeah. You talk to yourself like, dang, 
am I doing this because I want this to, I want to feel good mm. or do I do it because I want to look good for somebody else's approval wow yeah mm. so that gets in again to the weeds of how we love ourselves and season mm. of love and so I think you know right now if you don't do nothing else mm-hmm. in this time I know it's coming short it's coming around like it's closing full circle for yeah you. Um, but my thing is, if you have the time, if you know that you're not gonna come back in the fall to your job, or if you're gonna be working from remotely, use this time to really learn how to love yourself. Wow, that's good. Like, love yourself in totality, mm. like for the ugly, the pretty, and the everything in between. Yeah. Because how you love yourself in this season is going to directly mm. impact how you love somebody else. Mm. Well, how do you love yourself in this season, friend? The way in which I take time to love myself is through me creating. Me creating the things that me allowing myself to have and experience things that make me feel good. Mm. So how about how I arrange my room, how how I sleep, how I think, eat, breathe, and and all. This doesn't mean everything is right. Yeah. Right? But I allow myself to kind of just indulge, right, mm. in the things pretty and ugly that I either don't make time to do wow. or I make too much time to do, right? And I've kind of learned a balance and I've also been able to love myself in a way of reflection. That's good. And when you sit down in my thoughts between my four walls and my room, you know, I stay with two other people. Yeah. And say like, okay, before you go outside these four walls, what can you work on? Mm. How have you impacted them? How have you done anything to help make yourself a better person for the people outside these four walls, outside your house, outside your job. Yeah. And it's, it's hard. That is hard. hard. Because there's so much stuff. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. It's all right. Um, it's, it's so much stuff that we think we don't have mm. packed in the bottom of that bag. Mm. But like, when you start to dig on up yeah. thing, wow. you like, dang, this makes so much sense. So, yeah. I, you know, while I, while I hate that, you know, Corona has came in and kind of just turned the world upside down, I think it's also a blessing. It's a blessing, it is. It's teaching a lot of us how to live with ourselves, and I and I and clear. It's been a, it's been a process, but I'm nowhere. I'm sure nowhere near many people who I know that like struggle being by themselves. Mm. And have to be by themselves. Yeah, and it's a daily battle every day to sit with yourself inside your own mind. Yeah, I don't mind. I was born an only child. Yeah, but now I think for me it's having to get outside of my only child syndrome, quote unquote, mm-hmm. to say, okay, now you used to being by yourself, but you used to the focus on you. But how are you impacting? Yeah, yeah, that's really good. And I like that you said that because this is a season of love, whether that's spiritual love, physical love, whatever it is. Like, I, I truly believe that God designed this time for us to re- turn inwardly. And I was talking to somebody about that earlier. So when you say how you're loving yourself, I think this time has taught me to be unapologetic about like the things that make me be happy i have had to intentionally be present in the moment right it's like we could be planning ahead but we need to throw out our planner for 2020 because those plans no longer exist so it's like okay what am i supposed to do with this time what is gonna make tyler happy and whether that's a person a place or a thing or if it's reflection or journaling like i have had the time to really figure out the love of self I think during this time, and I mean, that's because I live by myself, but also, like you said, it's like, 
what relationships matter to me the most who has invested in me and it's i don't want people to feel like during this quarantine time oh i gotta call all my friends i have to check on check on check on everybody and maybe this time is to just say i just need to just tune it tone it down because that's what i had to do yeah i had to do that because i was you all right are you good is this okay like how are y'all feeling worrying about perception of self or perception to other people and now it's like well i'm doing the things that make me happy i'm stepping out on faith i'm gonna do what i gotta do i'm doing this podcast because i want to do the podcast i'm doing this because i want to do it you know so that that's where i feel like i'm at now and i didn't tell you what my headspace was about relationships but but how I feel at this moment in time is, yes, I agree with you. It is a desire, but it's not something I want to be fixated on because I just feel like God wants to use me and you in so many other ways. Like our platform is so much bigger than we can even imagine that is not tied to just one person. It's like, I'm going to add your partner, but you just I need you to do these other things first, right? So that by the time you get that, it's just an addition on. It's just an addition to what you already have going on. That person is going to add value. They're going to uh, elevate you. And it's not going to be a, I'm taking, I would never set you back in something that is not going to bless you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what just. Do want, what do I want? Yeah, what do you want in a partner, Oh, Jesus. What do you want in a man? Because I've had to reflect on that in this thing. Like, what do I want in a man? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's been kind of helping me to get it. What are your priorities and why are your priorities? That why, yeah, the why behind anything that you like, don't like, that's what a real the why, is. yeah, the why is the door to behind a lot of shit. It is, yeah, because it, it 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 unbeds a lot of like, oh, why I didn't know this was a root, or I didn't know this was an issue. Oh, do I have daddy issues? Do I have trauma that I haven't dealt with? Oh Lord, yeah, no, it's true. What do I want? <laughs> I can't see my face. Only you can, friend. I I think that's a good question. So when you said earlier about capacity, I would even challenge that word and say, do I true like I mean the why? What is the why behind why I want a relationship? I've had to ask myself that recently. Can you see me, friend? Because I think your screen is frozen. Okay. Um, I've had to ask myself that. And I know I'm beating around the bush, like with your question, but I've had to ask myself, Tyler, do you really want a partner? Do you really want to be in a relationship right now? I want to, I, I have the desire to be in a relationship. I want somebody who's equally yoked to me more than anything. Like, and lately what I have been thinking about is I want somebody who's going to cover me emotionally. Like, you know how I am. Like, and I'm very big on like, just being in tune with myself, whether it's spiritually, like emotionally aware, emotional intelligence, all of those things. Like I need somebody who's going to understand, Hey, I got you. You going through this? Like, have you, have you gone and talked to your therapist? Have you prayed about it? Like, have you connected with your friends stuff that they know that will uplift my spirit? I think that that's something that I want in a partner. I, I ain't trying to be superficial and talk about, Oh, I want somebody who's fine. All, all that other stuff can come like physical attraction. I know who I'm attracted to. I know who I'm not attracted to, but you got to have something up here. Like, I want that person to be my best friend. Like, I have best girlfriend but I wanted to be like when something happens that's the first person I call like it's like simultaneous like 
yo, can you believe this happened? Like, and just talk to him about all of the things going on and to know that it's a safe space to unpack. I feel like the direction that I'm going at with my life is going to call me to be in a lot of public spaces and it's going to call me to like, you know, be vulnerable and share a lot of pieces of my life. So I need a man who's going to be confident and know that, hey, my woman is going to be shared with the world, but I know what we have over here can't be changed or can't be, you know, altered. I, I, I'd never doubt her loyalty or her, my love, her love for me. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I want somebody who's fun and likes adventures, who wants to travel, who loves family. That's big to me. As I'm getting older, I'm seeing how much I want to be around family or just in a space where I am have my community. Like, you all mean so much to me. It's hard to recreate, like, our Nashville experience. So, for me, I want somebody who will... I know, friend, don't cry. But I want somebody who will do, like, Sunday dinners. Like, we did brunches. We did, like, stuff like that, you know? I'm like, dang, everybody. And I just had a brunch the other day, but I'm like, yo, we used to do this, like, monthly... <laughs> weekly that's what i'm saying so i want somebody who can just seamlessly fit into that that lifestyle so that's what i want that's a good question friend wow friend do you think people are intimidated by you do you think that that's another reason why your love life is just not necessarily at the forefront right now because they're intimidated by all of the things that you have going on and can't they don't see how they would have a space in your life? I definitely do. I don't think it's the sole reason, but I think it's definitely been the reason to, to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to God be the glory that I'm able to say that I'm 28 years old and on the brink of completing a, completing a, a, a terminal degree. But, you know, it's come with its challenges, right? Mm. You know, because a lot of my friends are not in that same space of life. Yeah. And because they're not so it's right it's just like the grass is green on the other side syndrome they look at me like oh my god he got it all together I'm mm. like actually I don't really <laughs> got it all together and like you over here turn up on Sunday fun day yeah. I'm over here studying you think that dang that's why I need to be so focused on my yeah. I'm like I want to be throwing back my mom yeah <laughs> really and not having to worry about turning this in at 11.59 yeah yeah Oh my God, I know. So First world problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, that, because of those things, you know, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. And, you know, and I wanna, I wanna be clear when I say this, the same way it, like, I recognize I have to kind of, I know I'm not supposed to, and I'm mm-hmm. working on not doing it, but, and maybe this is also the reason why I'm still in the season of singleness, is because... I've tried to minimize myself. Mm. Right? I've, 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 I've definitely have not mentioned I'm in a, in a doctoral program. Yeah. On, on purpose, right? Mm. And, and I, it just kind of slips up. And somebody's like, what you doing? Like, I haven't heard about, I'm working on an assignment. Assignment, you in school? I'm like, so oh, I, I forgot I said that, yeah. And so, you know, now they're kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm in school. Like, what you pursuing? And I tell them, like, <laughs> oh. And, so then, and then they stop rolling back. back. <laughs> well, the expectation around mm. your time changes. And yeah. I think it's like, 
they're not allowing me to set the expectation. Mm. They're setting the expectation. So they're like, well, I'm just going to fall back. Let's go. I don't want to turn this man from his degree. Because yeah. that's more important than me. Yeah. Right? He was working on that before I came to his life. Yeah. So, but I'm just like, no, didn't nobody tell you to fall back? <laughs> like, like, I got my schedule. I know what to do. Mondays and Thursdays, I got class. <laughs> right. And then on the other aspect of it is, too, I have, I have had dudes who have, met, who have mentioned before, like, you know, um, they feel like because they have a bachelor's degree, mm. um, and that's for, and, and my, this is all shit, it's, it's so contextual, right? It's so subjective. In engineering, when you work in engineering, you don't have to have no master's yeah. degree. Yeah. A bachelor's degree will get you being paid. Exactly. Well, you know what I'm yeah. So let's let's be clear. <laughs> but because this idea of like, mm. you know, because you got this going for you, you either may at some point you may think that you're better than me, mm-hmm. or that you're too good, or that you're uh, you're too good for me, or I'm not good enough for you, and that's not the thing. I'm like, again, you're assuming yeah. my intentions, um, and you're assuming that I have this certain level, like I, you need to have all these degrees of formal education. They don't mean anything. There are people out there who are not formally educated who got more sense than the people who do got Yeah, more that's true. Yeah. So, you know, Book smarts isn't yeah, everything. We get yeah. our own head, friend. We yeah. our own head. So, it's, it's, and, I, and so I have to fight to like, I, I, I've had to fight. I have to, I've had to fight to kind of like know, like, like trying, to, trying to ease this insecurity because I don't want you to feel this then. Yeah. I don't want you to feel like you can't talk about your job and your work. Mm. I intentionally will try not to talk about school. Yeah. You know my last, you know my last situation. So, yeah. you, I, I, I try to keep... You're trying to leave that out this time. Yeah. Especially if I date somebody... Yeah. In my, in my career. Ooh, field, y'all, that, like, that has to be a rule. No, no talking about it. Uh, uh, yeah. Because that was part of our I right know, now, right? I know. So even with somebody who quote unquote was equally yoked, yeah, formal education, it was still a breakdown. Yeah, so it's not, it's not a, it's not a matter of what you have, what you don't have. It's a matter of like, what are you willing to work towards? Yeah, what are you willing to work to gain together? Mm. Right. So like, me having a doctorate, we're together and we going strong. Me having a doctorate don't mean nothing. Everybody else may call me Doctor Brown, but you don't gotta call me that. You yeah. call me Becky. Yeah, no. Right. You know what I'm saying? That, that's yeah. That's what you want, yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of dudes feel like that. And you know, um, if I can be real honest with you. Yeah. I I feel like I see as a black queer man, Mm -hmm. I see what black women be talking about. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. When there are successful black women, and granted, I'm not comparing all my success to that of a black woman, but I get it. Mm -hmm. We are ambitious. Yeah. Um, Black woman or ambitious gay man, mm-hmm. there's these expectations where people get like people tense up. Yeah, because we be coming in the room shaking shit up. Yeah, I'm I'm expecting a dialogue, right. <laughs> <laughs> some banter. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and you know, and, 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 and you know, even when we're trying to be like, even when we are like chill, laid back, we're not looking for all that. These big vocab words come out. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I'm gonna rat out the hood. 
<laughs> I know. So, that's okay. I own that for me. Yeah. But there are people who will look at my Instagram, who mm-hmm. look at my Facebook, who look at my LinkedIn account mm-hmm. and assume that, oh, he's just very, mm-hmm. oh, let me tell you, I'm about my business by day, but I'm a ratchet, yeah. <laughs> Negro by night. Bougie, ratchet, classy, yeah. <laughs> Savage, period. Yeah. No, I get you're right, friend. Oh man, you just made me think of a question. So no one Huh? Okay, turn on your fan, friend. Get cool. Yeah, oh it's cause it's I'm I'm here. It's the fire and ice. It's that's what it is. You just made me think about something, though, because, yes, there is that intimidation. And that goes back to what you said earlier about minimizing sometimes just to kind of like. So what can you say to people who are in our predicament who have found themselves in situationships and get comfortable in them because we feel like, okay, well, I'll just make this thing work because I already know, like, no, people already view me in this light. Like we talk about this intimidation or just, I already know she doesn't have time for that. He doesn't have time for that. So what can you say to those people who are like, well, I'll just be comfortable with this situationship instead of saying, no, I'm going to wait until it's the right thing. I know <laughs> because that's so real. <laughs> And this is what I tell myself. I remind myself this. Mm-hmm. The only thing that settles is dust. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's good, friend. And, and that's it. Yeah. So, it feels good for the moment. Yeah. But it won't last for the lifetime. Mm. Yeah. And I think, for me, so, so I just remind myself. Uh, the lesson of your friend. Yeah. Yes. Well, the lesson my friend taught me is straight men, too, at that. Um, a couple straight men have seen this. So, this is a tip for women. If you ever just feel like, you know, I know dudes ain't shit a lot of the times, but <laughs> if you're trying to identify a type of dude, there are a lot of dudes who made up here in their mind. I don't talk to nobody. I don't I don't talk to nobody have sex with that I don't see myself being with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, I ain't gonna lie, I kind of looked at that, I was like... Yeah. How? Like, why, why, like how does that happen? Yeah. How did you get to that point? Yeah. And, and a dude was like, well, first of all, um, if, God forbid, if I have a baby and you know, it's not necessarily planned. What I don't want to do is impregnate a woman who I couldn't see co-parenting or being a parent with. Mm-hmm. That's one piece. The other piece of it is too, with they, they, there are guys up there who are they, actually dating for marriage. So mm-hmm. they're not going to talk to anybody who they don't see that they could eventually roll into a marriage with. Yeah. Or they're, or they're willing to take that journey into marriage. Yeah. With. And so, I'm like, damn. And yeah. And so I ain't going to lie, I have to ask myself, like, damn, do the people I chose ain't really (laughs) (laughs) I had to come to a point where I recognized that like I think I need to give myself more credit we don't Mm -hmm. give ourselves enough credit Mm -hmm. Um, and we've been so conditioned to kind of like oh Tyler 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 has high standards so Tyler you should lower them yeah they should rise to the occasion yeah and I think somebody who's Who's done the work? Mm-hmm. Who's unpacked those bags? Yeah. Who's made Who's made space and capacity for that? Mm-hmm. Who instantly rise to the occasion? Yeah. And I think even if you haven't done all of that, I think when you met somebody who's who's created a yeah. standard you're trying to reach, they will. If, if it's real between y'all, 
you too will do the same. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just, like, I remind myself, the only thing that settles is dust. Mm. I'm good on it. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Get, get out of there. Situationships feel good for the now, but it's not going to last. Ooh. Yeah. It's very much, situationships are leaves. Yeah. I'm looking for a root. Mm. Wow, that you can water and it can grow, friend. Yeah, you don't need no leaves because you're just going to rake them up and put them in the bag. <laughs> and here's the gag, right? Yeah. You know, you can have a billion leaves and only a few roots. Mm. Wow, friend. Ooh. So, my friend, my friend. Let me go look at my phone book. Look. <laughs> Let me clear out these leaves. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, my, when my friend told me that, I was like, so for, for dudes who think like that, and I've even seen that for women too, for dudes that think like that, I'm like, so you're saying I'm only going to date my roots. Mm. You know, I'm only going to date roots. I'm not going to date any leaves. Wow. And it's hard. It is. Because it takes a lot of time to be able to identify a root mm. from a leaf. Mm-hmm. And it might be time that you have to spend alone until you find that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's a, the a gardener, a gardener will easily see a leaf. It's hard to find a root. You got to dig up in that thing. Yeah, yeah. But what if they think it's a root, but it's a branch? <laughs> they dig in and they see that it's a branch and not a root. <laughs> then you just got to break the branch, sis. Just throw it and cast it away. <laughs> Ooh, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Friend, I love that you say, I mean, everything you're saying is so good. And I know we're like short on time, but I mean, I want to continue this conversation. I know we really could. This this episode could be two hours, but it can only be an hour, friend. (laughs) Oh, I just love talking with you. And I want people to know, like, you know, you don't. I think both of us have gotten to the place where it's just like, yes, that these are wants, but like, we're okay. Like we have so much, you have so much life and joy that you bring to every space that you go into. I don't doubt that you'll be able to attract that same thing for you, friend, but I've always told you, you have a lot that you need to accomplish before that person comes. And I told you that before everything you're doing in your life, like you setting it up for a long-term, like for Harold. And then that person will just come and bring add on to that. Do you, I hope you know that you shaking your head. No, you. Remember, we had a conversation where I was like, "It's important to find somebody to compliment, not compensate." Yes, what you told me. Yeah, yeah. So you're right. You're talking. You're talking about somebody's going to compliment, right? Yeah. That value. I detract value. Um. Yeah, and I don't need somebody coming in to fill a void. No, no, no. no we don't need that. Yeah, and that's where we mess up is when we find those temporary people in these temporary situations feeling voids, and then we're we we with somebody and we're empty with that person. That's just even more traumatic. So that's why I don't. If it's gonna be that, I don't want it. Like, and I had to be comfortable and confident in saying that both of us do. Anybody in this situation does just has to say, you know what? Yes, I do want a temporary thing like i want to have fun i want to go this but at the end of the day am i self-preserving am i adding joy like am i protecting my peace like we always talk about because people will try to come and steal your peace friend absolutely mm. let me tell you this quarantine i believe there are people who have been in situationships yeah that, 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 that are now falling apart because of them having to be um 
Yeah, I, exactly. So now you're coming to crazy with that leaf. Yeah. And you're like, damn, you really have a roof? Yeah. And, what can you, and, you, and you might not be stuck, but you might be stuck. So how do you get out of that? People got to just be comfortable and confident with saying no. Like, I, I told somebody the other day, when I start laughing, that's not good. Because <laughs> that means I'm done with the situation. Or either I've reached my capacity of the BS or whatever it is that I've dealt with in this. And I, I, I recognize you don't understand my value or my worth, so I'm going to show you. So I'm going to laugh because, the yeah. The thing you can do is say no. Yeah. Yeah. To, to them carnal pleasures that sometimes we be like, I don't know, I need to text, I need to text this person, um, and I feel like I'm gonna go ahead and send them one of these little junk texts. Like, ah, uh, no, no. It, the, there's so much power that comes with no, and the best thing about no mm. is the shortest sentence. Mm. Mm mm mm. Friend, the best, the most empowering moment I've had was when I got a long message and I said, okay. Now you know me. <laughs> Like Kelly said, that's gross. Hey, got it. On to the next thing. Are you free later? <laughs> that's growth, like Kelly said. But honestly, no, it really it, it feels good to just say no. I'm glad I just said Kelly, and this is gonna be my last name, friend. I'm gonna let you plug yourself. What what do you think about so, for example, we're talking about ambitious black excellence. Molly has her problems, right? We all know that Molly is, um, you know, she, she got her issues that she has to deal with. We all do. But she has, she finally thinks she has found her equal, right? She's like, wow, okay, I have somebody who understands my, my time, who knows that I'm a lawyer, I'm a bad bee, like I'm making moves, but he wants to be with me. Now, that situation from based on the season finale seems like it's unraveling, and she's also unraveling. So how do we maintain this healthy balance of once we do find the relationship, keeping that same energy that we had, that we've been talking about all night? Well, first of all, I like Molly. I think you actually have to want it. Mm -hmm. I think Molly was wanting it for the wrong reason. I think Molly was trying to sustain that relationship in efforts to prove Issa or anybody else wrong, or even and, and herself. Yeah. That I can't maintain a healthy relationship as long as I want to. Yeah. If you're not doing the work, mm. right? You, 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 you're not doing the work that's necessary in order to maintain it. Mm -hmm. And while. I appreciate the ambition. There's nothing wrong with that. I think also part of this is too is that when you start to have a conversation and you're trying to figure out how can I keep, like you said, match this energy, then you have to recognize that it's a give and a take. Yeah. I think Molly is not a give and a taker. She, yeah. I think she she only wants to give when it puts her in a place of almost kind of like the savior. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, she does have yeah. a savior complex. Yeah. 
saying? Yeah. Your friend to the side she had a cup call you again. You like, what, Kelly? Yeah. You find out something serious dealing with your other friend. Mm. And so it's kinda like one of those moments around like and I get that you're probably in a moment conversation with your with your significant other. Yeah. But it's it's this notion that like in your relationship it's an emotional give and to take. Mm-hmm. And I think if you want to match that energy you have to give yeah. and take the same energy. You, know, you can't just take yeah. 30% and not return 30% or yeah. more than. Yeah. And so I think that that's the that's the hang of with Molly. I think Molly I think if Molly was a real character, the thing I love about Molly and I don't really like Molly too much, but I can say nice things about her. <laughs> she's ambitious, she's put together, yeah. She is she, she wants a lot for herself, which is good. She has high she has high aspirations. Yeah. The things that hold Molly back is that Molly doesn't understand that in efforts for her to get her aspirate to get to meet those aspirations, she also has to meet people in the middle. Yeah. Ooh. You know, everybody don't kiss your ass. Yeah. And when Lisa looks at her and was like Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Get in my Uber. Yeah. <laughs> it did. I think for me, she thinks that he's always going to be a person who's it's like, a, like, and I hate to say this, but it's like a dog. You let this dog lose. You say, yeah. I don't want you no more. And the dog come back and scratch up the dog. She thought he's going to come yeah. back and scratch up the dog. He's like, I'm tired I'm of graveling. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's like true. Tyler, and Tyler, in her best interest to make sure that she's good, is going to be like, okay, I need to, I need to move around. Yeah. Just not say you don't love him, then I say you wish him home mm. on him, but you like this is no longer. Serving purpose. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. You know, that's where it that comes from. But that's good that you, you said that because I think that that was the biggest piece of that friendship i mean it we could extend it you're right beyond romantic friendships and platonic friendships just like where am i at what do i need and it's 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 selfish but it's it's selfish for good reasons it's saying i recognize my worth in this moment in time i know what energy i need around me i don't need high maintenance friendships or relationships or what have you that require more of me than i can give so that's so good that you said that friend but we're gonna still be black we're gonna still be excellent and we're gonna attract all the love and the opportunities that we that should be coming our way Absolutely. we're gonna manifest that yeah oh <laughs> you never know friend you never know so why don't you give the people yo your, your social media handle so they can keep following you oh my god <laughs> so you can follow me on twitter or instagram yeah. on this underscore T-H-E-M-E-L-A-N-I-N-I-A-L. And you can also find me on Facebook. It's just Gerald Brown. Yes. Underscore the millennials. Like the millennials self be changing. The melanin. You black and you proud, friend. <laughs> I love you so much, friend. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. I definitely will call you back after I finish recording. <laughs> Of course. Yes, this. Ooh, fill your cup, friend. (laughs) I love you. I'll call you back. Thank you.
Bye.